0: This is Caitlin.
1: This is Dave. This is Duncan. This is Joanna. This is Yanni. This is Will. And we are iPodcast Magic Missile. Welcome to iPodcast Magic Missile, where we play games and talk geek. Broadcasting every week from the New River Valley in the beautiful mountains of Southwest Virginia, we bring you audio from some of the most exciting games, new and old. No actual wizard spells here, just actual play from great games. This is iPodcast Magic Missile.
2: I did not take enough candy We have so much candy left over
3: Oh, Tragedy <laughs> no, really? befalls you, you
2: Well, Pride Tragedy does befall me Because it's at my grandmother's house And not in my face <laughs> You
3: should just drive right back yeah, up there just
2: like, can I, can I get all that
3: no. candy? <laughs> Look at the bright
1: side You won't need a new wardrobe
2: Yeah <laughs> Oh, man But there's like Uh, it, it there were lots of people I haven't seen in forever, and lots of. um...
3: But no one you hadn't seen ever.
2: Yeah, that's true. Everyone <laughs> who came, I had a son I had met, which was my criterion. Yeah,
3: gave it on Will's side. Yeah, well, no, not no, on, no, no, actually,
2: on not on Will's side, But he did <laughs> meet them.
3: Yeah, okay. we, we had a strict rule for the uh, the wedding, and it was that Caitlin's family can't invite anyone. Who Caitlyn has not actually seen, <laughs> yeah, in her <laughs> entire important life. Important. <laughs>
2: yeah, <This> is, <laughs> like a pretty good.
1: rule. It's a good rule. I had that same rule button for any people on Facebook. We we
3: yeah. needed, yeah, you know, a, an ass the other day, uh, friend of And by this I mean it was a woman's butt, like in a thong, <laughs> as yeah. the profile picture. I'm, uh, I, I have some suspicion sure it that it was a prostitute. Time? It may, it may have been
4: a prostitute. It's hard to tell. <laughs> It was, it very was probably just a phishing scam <laughs> yeah. They were probably just looking for your personal information Maybe. <laughs> um,
2: Oh, so our car tried to murder us twice in the last it did. Yeah. Well, it
3: only tried to kill me once Yeah, you Explain um, so, uh, Well, first and foremost Her family loves to do pranks on cars Before the family goes off And, <laughs> you know, goes on their honeymoon Very fun, pranks are fun now tell the story.
2: So, um, <laughs> we were, uh, it was our last day and we were about to drive home from Eastville, and our, uh, brake line failed and snapped and died. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> so I, we drove the 40 miles without the brake. <laughs>
3: just using the fucking brake? huh uh, lots of downshifting, and, down and there was any, there was any amount of brake in because there Because you all. still
2: have the other set of brakes mm. that are just really dangerous. It was really almost no. um...
3: Yeah. yeah. But we, we found some car angels who repaired our vehicle. <laughs> yeah. That day. <laughs>
2: they were filled <laughs> up for two days, and they were like, fuck it, we're not letting you leave, because this is really dangerous. Yeah. Because he still is <laughs> like that. People are really, really... Yeah, it was mundane. extremely nice. They actually give a crap about you. And so, we had the, the brake line, um break and then uh yesterday i was on the way to dr Farhi's office and my uh i had a catastrophic tire blow Oof. <laughs> so um it's just
3: been fun but neither of those were on the highway and we spent most of our trip on the highway so really, for some reason, breaks like the time my brakes went
1: uh, was after we had driven from Illinois to uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, which involves going over West Virginia, yeah. and then down like across Route sixty between like over the Blue Ridge to get there. So it's this like lots of switchbacks, lots of up and down mountains, like some of which happens at seventy miles an hour, and um, yeah, and so we drove there, parked in their driveway, which my father-in-law had just power washed. And come up the next morning, and I get in my car, and I put down the brake to shift, and it goes all the way down to the floor. Hooray!
2: Hooray! Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> happened.
1: So, so, yeah, but fortunately, like, there was a repair place right down the street, so I put it in first and used the parking brake to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but like, I mean, clearly I cracked it coming over the mountains. Mm-hmm. But there was still enough brake fluid to keep you from dying.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I didn't have to use the runaway truck ramp. We got <laughs> extremely lucky in our poor luck. Yeah, because yeah.
2: Yeah. we didn't we didn't know we the brake lines right broke until uh, we turned it on, and there was no resistance. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
1: This Tuesday, I played inspectors online with Yanni and Joanna and Jen and Lee from Illinois. Hey, Jen and Lee. Hello. Hi. Um, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I'm glad that we, I got a chance to run it and also sort of run it for time because I'm running it in a two-hour slot at Gen Con and having, going in completely blind with, you know, never having run it before with no feedback, trying to fit it into a two-hour slot would have been suicide. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad I didn't do that. <laughs>
5: did, did you watch the, uh, like, God preparation video? Like, hour and minute one? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that they said, Oh,
1: you can run it in four hours. But the the so so hey to, you know, running games blind. I actually got some really good feedback. Jen's run the game a bunch of times and was able to say, you know, a few things that will really help me going forward. So it was awesome having her there and it, I thought it was a really fun game. Despite I, I being did. short.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought it was very fun. I,
5: I really liked the uh Flashbacks, no. The confessionals, confessionals. confessionals
0: yes. Right. I have to say, I really love confessionals I, whenever they're in.
5: I was thinking about if we did that again, and A and B recorded it, giving ev- getting everybody like a little like TV camera layout, so that when they're doing a confessional, they hold it up. They actually it suggest not that the... you
1: reserve a chair and have mm-hmm. them go sit in the chair as if they're like <laughs> giving the confessional.
5: Well, but you know, if we were doing it on Hangouts, you could hold up a little overlay oh, yeah. with like the whole cutout so that's it true. looks like a TV screen on there. And <laughs> but, I mean,
1: that's a game that we should probably play here because it's a lot of fun. It's and true. If you haven't played Inspectors, it's
5: it's cheap and it's tons of fun. You should just go get it because Inspectors. Uh, also, speaking of Gen Con, I picked up when I was out shopping uh, the makings of a 12-person game of Eat Poopy Cat. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
5: Oh 12 $1 little spiral notebooks nice. so that you can write the sentence, pass it to the next person, read the sentence, and just flip the page over. No folding. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I really want to do that more often. So that's, that's nice. A, that's a fun game. <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: It's way too
1: entertaining. It <laughs> <That> is <laughs> really <laughs> way too entertaining. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. We played uh, two versions of Eat Poop Your Cat, both of which are exquisite corpse games. Eat Poop Your Cat is alternating a uh, line of text plus a drawing. So you, you write a line of text, then it would, the next person has to draw it, and then the next person looks at the drawing and attempts to interpret the text, and vice versa It goes back and forth. The other thing we did was collaborative storytelling, where you would write, uh, this was at Will's bachelor party, you, you'd write a line of text, <laughs> Well, you'd write a, start writing a story, and then it, there was a timer, and as soon as the timer went a minute and a half, two minutes, you had to immediately stop wherever you were to fold off all, over all but the last line, which could only be one word, and hand it to the next person, who then had to continue the story. It could be as
5: little as one word.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it it's it's it produces absolute hilarity, and I definitely want to do that again at some point. Yeah. It was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I won't talk about any of the Gen- other Gen Con stuff. Uh if I saw you at Gen Con, hey. <laughs> I hope I hope we get a good interaction. Us. And uh, you're awesome. <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> Even if yeah, I was so already grumpy or something, you know, or whatever. Got some time travel going on here. Yeah,
0: that's uh, what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, how about you? You've been up to?
4: Duncan? I haven't done a whole lot, honestly. I this morning I worked on breeding Pokemon eggs. It was very exciting, because I'm going to be running a program at, at the library. <laughs> a
1: Pokémon where... breeding program?
4: No, not a Pokémon breeding <laughs> program, but a, uh, a Pokémon battle program, and I'm giving out rare Pokémon eggs to people who participate. Oh my.
3: Yeah. So, so po- a Pokégenix program, then.
1: <laughs> Does that mean you <laughs> can play Pokémon on work
4: time and actually bill it? I might be playing any Pokémon, um... Uh, I'll mostly be running a program with kids playing Pokemon. Okay. I'm going to be prepared to play Pokemon. But you have to have the rare eggs. Some kid eggs, is right? like, "Yes, so I'm going you to be the, trading rare eggs to kids for like, so you have magic to get cards." Get the whatever.
1: rare eggs, which means you have to play the game to get the. Well, I'm doing that in my. Yeah, they don't. Yeah.
5: They oh, okay. don't
0: pay yeah, me for that stuff. Yeah, but
5: yeah. well, they should. There <laughs> <they're, they're
0: laughs> is some,
5: yeah. some yeah. theoretical gaming that might happen, but it's <laughs> strongly going to be overshadowed by kid management. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to be cat
4: herding. But I'm going to be cat herding and uh, teaching kids how to unlock various legendaries if they ask and helping them solve their Pokemon problems.
1: (laughs) No Pokemon Mo
3: problems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I got 99 um, problems, but uh, what's a Pokemon that rhymes with bitch?
3: There can't be. There's none. No no Pokemon. Damn it. I'm going to be terrible with that one. I'm sure there is one. There's too many of them. What is there, like 152 now?
4: Yeah, Mew was the last Pokemon that ever got released. I'm really hoping they'll make a second generation of Pokemon at some point. Oh, Actually, Mew does. is part of the original 151. Oh, crap. Missingno was the last Pokemon that ever got released. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true. And he's not the 152nd Pokemon. He's He's the, the game-corrupting Pokemon. He's the Missingno. Okay.
1: Zero, Anyways. obviously.
4: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: What about you, Joanna?
4: Um,
0: I actually did not play very many games this week. One thing I have been doing, not game related, is Patrick has made me start to run, which is awesome. So we run two miles every day, uh, and it's exhausting. And then I, um, <laughs> I have uh, actually... Talking to Blake at Raw on Monday night, two weeks ago, made me really excited to replay Metroid games, so I replayed Metroid <laughs> Fusion on around in like two days, because I love Metroid and I get really obsessed with it, and then I don't stop playing it until four o'clock in the morning, but yeah, I haven't started the next one yet, I think I'm going to replay the Prime's, I don't know, we'll see. So can. that's not exciting. Oh no, I have a better thing. So I was hearing on uh, NPR, the AM version of NPR, uh, a discussion about. Um, I, I came in too late to hear the title of the video game, but there's apparently a like online FPS shooter that takes place in like Tehran with, like, Iranians, and you're an American soldier fighting Iranians. And I wish I could remember the title of it, because they were speaking to, uh, like, a BBC reporter that uh, either was from Tehran or had been to Tehran, but no more because he's a reporter. And he was also a gamer, and he was talking about, like, this relationship between uh, how international policy relates to like, war games of that sort, you know, things like that, and how that works in, like, different countries, how they, like, it's, of course, banned in Iran, <laughs> but, of course, uh, really. <laughs> yeah, but people still play it, and, you know, I guess the whole, like, media agenda is like, oh, isn't this gonna make people, like, expect war, doesn't it, the, the classic video game equals war, like, actual violence. Well, luckily,
3: our policy makers tend not to play video games and then make policies based on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. As far <laughs> as, that, as I know. So yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Well, as far as I know. They're all
5: busting yeah. out like civilizations. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think They might have better, a bit better leadership if they were playing Civ games like C- Civilization. Than middle of Honor or, yeah. To be like the, the adversaries that they set up
1: in these games, like, what would they decide the bad mm-hmm. guys are, it always makes me a little bit uncomfortable.
4: Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, couldn't you just come up with, like, generic fake country or something like yeah, that? Yeah, have like, D.C. continuity, bad fake country problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I, so it's better to just, like, pick some foreign country we don't like and slaughter their people.
3: No, you should pick a country well, we do like, so it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah <Canadian>. Canada. <laughs> yeah,
0: But they were actually, they brought that what up, and they are like, Canada? so, w- things are iffy with Iran. Why would we make a video game about killing Iranians? And they're... Uh, the the person who is in defense of video games is like well just like Argo came out last year and won a bunch of Oscars video games are interested in staying relevant and right now Iran is el- yeah. relevant so shooting Iranians is relevant in a horrible <laughs> fantasy you, violence way. Can you
5: play way. as uh, Iranians?
0: I did not hear whether or not that's true, and since I don't remember the uh, I, I didn't catch the name of the game, I didn't have a chance to look it up. I would though because because uh, if I could if it's
5: if it is a FPS and it's multiplayer mm-hmm. theoretically you could play as both sides so. so that's
0: Well, Hold on on a second That
1: one game America's Army
0: Yeah
1: America's Army You are the Americans Regardless of which side
3: you're on It's a It's a video game Made by the U.S. Army Yeah
4: Yeah. Yeah. That game was terrible
3: Oh wow A video game Made by the U.S. Army Is terrible They made
4: you Go through like Boot camp Yes And and it's it's designed It's not designed designed To be purely It's designed
3: to be Educational in addition To entertaining (laughs) It's supposed to be Educational and then Secondarily entertaining Yeah (laughs) We're all
4: excited about Like command structure And following rules yeah.
5: yeah, isn't that weird? You can just, like, grab yeah. whatever gun you want. For you people
1: want. that are, here's the thing, I think it's a great recruiting tool for people that are really interested in the military as a career choice, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you get to see if this is really what yeah. for you, and, like, I think that, you know, uh, some people are going to find it super interesting. They don't Simulate. have a sitting-on-your-ass uh, simulator, though.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's the
4: they could have it actually wake you up in the middle of the night because the base is under attack. Uh, um. yeah. we, that's, that's like that's a
5: Tamagotchi. We need a
4: army of You're one
5: still... Desert Bus crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Desert Bus? You haven't heard about Desert Bus? I have not heard of Desert Bus. This is the Penn and Teller video game really? that simulates. Oh, I remember this from one. From uh what is it? Las, Las Vegas Las, like, to I don't remember, Nevada? someplace in Arizona. Or yeah. no, it's in Arizona. Las Vegas to Nevada. Yeah. There, it's, it's a, a long. short trip. <laughs> it's, it's a it's an eight hour drive. Yeah. The road is straight, and the bus drives a little bit to the right. Randomly. So you have to keep playing it. and it, it's yeah. it,
1: it's so basically you're driving on a completely featureless plane on a straight road, but you have to Be at the controls, or it will crash. You can't just tape it.
5: I think you, like, see uh, cactuses and stuff going by. Occasionally. They Um, they said that
1: at some point there's a bug that spots on your windshield. Yeah. Um, And it's played in real time. And if you get there, you get one point, and then you turn around and go back to Las Vegas. And you can keep going back and forth.
5: No. No. They they play this every year as a charity, <laughs> Desert for, Bus for Hope, or something uh, like that. It's, well, they do it for for child's play. Yeah, too. well, that's but, but no, like it's other it's
1: charities the, as the, well. The, the Desert Bus for Hope, I believe, is the Loading Ready Run comedy crew. They're, they're they do comedy videos. They're they're, they're on Panerai TV, and the Escapist, and a bunch of other stuff. They're Canadian. Um, they're they're hilarious. Uh, you should totally go check out their stuff. But like, yeah, they do the Desert Bus for Hope. But they have a live streaming video of them playing. They don't actually show the TV because. I mean, maybe they, they have one on the camera on the TV, but the main camera is just all of them sitting on the couches, So they're all just hanging out, and somebody's got the control, keeping the bus from crashing.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and they just want to
1: keep going. And, like, it's a telethon, so people pledge. And the more times, they, the more hours they go. And they usually do, like, days and days and days and yeah. days straight where they're hanging oh, off.
2: God. <laughs> oh,
1: God. But, but, it, but, but, but it's mostly them. It, like the, the appeal is you're actually watching them sit around and talking and having fun like this. They just somebody happens to have a controller. Playing. It's kind
5: of like when we were <laughs> trying to get that last uh, achievement you know, in uh, the Dead, Dead, Dead Rising, Rising, and yeah. like sitting around till four in the morning, like occasionally drinking orange juice, so uh, Frank West didn't kill over. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing. Is like playing. Oh, so here's the thing: playing games together, even if it's a single player game, is a completely different experience from mm.
3: exactly. You know. I, when I was ten, I had a friend who had uh, a whole bunch of multiplayer games, but he only wanted to play single player games <laughs> while I watched. <laughs> <laughs> so it is very different. On the one hand, you could be playing a game <laughs> together with your friend. On the other hand, you could be a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> when Joanna, it was it? looked like you were going to say something.
0: I was going to say something completely unrelated, uh, i.e. that I think every horror video game should come with a person with it. To sit next to you and watch you play it, because that makes every horror game, no matter whether it's silly, no matter you whether how hard you are when you play it by yourself, if somebody is sitting next to you going, <gasps> you just oh, it like amplifies it about ten times. And I think every horror video game should come with one. Every Silent Hill should come with three people.
5: Like really intense shades too. Yeah. So you just, like, you just have to put those to have up like in your like windows. Somebody yeah. else who's like occasionally moves the controller to show that they're there. Right. Like.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I was just going to say, when I was in high school, and middle school too, for that matter, Conrad would always bring over his PS2 mm-hmm. uh, to like my birthday parties and stuff, and we would play tons of GTA. And mm-hmm. that is super one player. Yeah. We had a hell of a time just like super fun to watch about. switching off playing GTA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, play until you die, then hand the controller to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And like we, we even did that much more recently when GTA 4 came out. Mm-hmm. We would just sit around... Hanging out, playing GTA. No? I deeply envy
1: the geeks who are married to geeks and play games together. That's that's one thing that I don't have. <laughs> Obviously, the geek <stinky> couple here. <laughs> so I'm not really married to Conrad. There you go. No. I- <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs>
4: Technically,
2: he married you, right?
4: That's true. Yeah. That, that did really happen. <laughs> <laughs> but he married me and Wendy, so... Yeah.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah. Scandalous. Yeah. It
4: okay. <laughs> wasn't state-sanctioned.
5: Mm-hmm. There are definitely some games that are better with other people watching. Like, say, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You know, well, I wouldn't play out. by myself for more than a few minutes. Yeah. yeah, but when other people are watching you, it becomes harder and more important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick will sometimes play ROMs on our Mythbox TV, right? And so he plays like Mega Mans, like the really hard Mega Mans that I can't play because I'm too impatient and I get frustrated. And he's got them all memorized until I come in and I just sit and I watch him. And then he'll die and I'll laugh because I'm a horrible human being, in a bad wife.
1: <laughs> and
0: I can't help myself. <laughs> but he eventually gets through them and then I'm like, yay! And he's like, I don't know how to feel about you watching me play this. And I'm like, I hope you're not mad at me.
1: So. Speaking of Patrick, Good times. Patrick has now actually met my wife. And you have not.
0: What? <laughs> he didn't tell me! He didn't
5: he tell d- you. <laughs> did, he, did, he, did he tell you how he, like, totally rough at us in Legendary?
0: Yes, he did. Of
5: course, he told he, you of that. Of course, he told me that.
0: He probably gave
1: her a
5: play-by-play. Play. Yes. <laughs> he wrote it all down. He probably <laughs> knows it, what happened better than I do. because yes. I kind of stopped paying attention. That's true. I <laughs> looked at each uh, of the
0: cards he used, and because because he brought them home, and we found them all, and I looked at them. And I'm like, yeah, that's how that works. Yep.
1: Karen had her <laughs> Karen had her one day off this week, and oh, in, so in the three hours between when she got home, and when she com- two hours, but which she completely passed out. Um, there was a point at which yeah. he was waking up to go to dinner with me, Aww. but we we're gonna go up and check out the New York style pizza place on North on way up on North Main, which was closed for some reason. Mm. I don't know. Maybe they're out of business. I don't even know. But so then we were like, "Well, we want pizza, so let's go to PK's. So we parked on uh, Alumni Mall and all the game stores there. We should go in and say hi. And everybody but uh-huh. you was there. <laughs> and well, I, was, I don't think you were there either. Super yeah. Yeah. super sleepy. You weren't there at the time we came in. Uh, so, so, yeah, and then we saw Patrick, and he had had his haircut, and I said, Oh, hey, Patrick, you get a haircut? Oh, yeah, this is my wife, Karen. Yeah. He says, I get a chance to meet you, and Joanna hasn't yet.
0: And, of course, he didn't tell me. Nope. He just told me about the game, and I'm like, that's great. How was everybody? And he's like, they were good. Like, count. I even gave him the chance to tell me, <laughs> by like, the way.
1: Clearly he doesn't care. He <laughs> no,
0: no. Or that's Karen. just him. No, he just, people, people... He cares about people. He just doesn't.
1: You know, Listen, it's his I'm, thing. I'm making fun of you. Okay. I'm not. Don't worry about it. I'm not offended at all. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. We but just yeah. had a long conversation about how everyone was totally okay with pumpkin.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's true. So, but yes, I wish to meet her someday. I heard her voice. She does exist. I heard her voice on Tuesday.
1: You <laughs> did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Oh, and next
1: said we're all playing online, I can never come over and say yes, hi.
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although, given the time, she'll be probably getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last three months have just been brutal with, like, she's had resident, she's had rotations, because they do a month at each different station, kind of, <laughs> inside of, like, rotations all over again, so they're getting paid, which is good. But, like, so she's having these ridiculous shifts where she's there for 12 hours, and then it's 40 minutes drive each way, and then she's got to oh. get back there to do, like, pre-rounds at 5 in the morning the next morning. Uh, so she's stressed and has no time and passes out as soon as she gets home.
0: That's, uh...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, residency. Yeah. We're through the worst of it now.
0: Yeah, what, what kind of a um, doctor, I just guess? Just a
1: family doctor. Just She's going to spend most of her time in a clinic seeing mm. patients for, like, stupid stuff. Yeah. Which is not going to be like this. This is, like, inpatients. No. You know? Yeah. Just, eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> You know, well, these they have the residents and the interns do like all the really hard work in the bad shifts, so the doctors can just come and show up for eight hours and go. On. Yeah, <laughs> it's different if you're a surgeon, but uh,
0: right. Yeah, but, but, I mean that's a completely different game. Yeah,
1: then, Yeah, but like it's it's kind of funny actually how they exploit the residents so they don't have to work the Saturday
3: night to Sunday morning shift. Ninety nine percent of doctors. What? They're the 99%
5: of doctors <laughs> <laughs> I play games to have fun And sometimes I'll do wacky stuff And I am recording this, don't want me to stop? <laughs> no, it's fine I, I just, I don't know, I I both kind of Admire And envy are not the right words But like 40% of each What you're doing, if that makes sense Like, I, I can't I can't bring myself to waste time. I'd be having fun doing something that would be therapeutic and useful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the funny is, though. Like, like I don't.
1: Again, my big but that's not that's not your big payout. Your big payout is fun. My big payout is. This it's gaming as an exploration and empathy is is gaming as an exploration in being someone else
4: for the, not even escapism. Hmm. I I kind of feel a little bit like Yanni, except the the reason I would say is kind of like having a closer relationship with gaming, like really having it all the way in, <laughs> like the game knows you.
1: you know? <laughs> I I mean, other than that's a hilarious (laughs)
3: analogy We can can drop the metaphor, though
4: (laughs) (laughs) But, no, like, just You know, gaming Like, I think most of us here Really enjoy gaming It's safe Mm. to say Mm. And, uh, like, I, I play games all the time But Gaming on a deeper emotional level As opposed to just, like I'm Halfling Rogue! Yeah! (laughs) Alright. Which I I love doing.
5: Yeah. I'm Halfling Rogue. You You are are always a Halfling Rogue. Not always. But it's my go-to. Sometimes I like to play Dwarf Fortress. Usually it's not when I'm role-playing, though. Mm. I don't want to role-play on hard mode. Uh, Unless I'm playing OD&D, and and that is hard mode, you're probably going to die. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. The emotional impact. I'm a, a much more emotional creature than I admit to myself. If that makes any sense at all. Uh, yeah. And, no, it totally does. Uh, you know, generally in games, there's rules. You know how everything works. And aside from uh, simulating emotions, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Right. It's it's. Any game is easier than real life. Because in real life, you don't really know the rules ever. No, <laughs> ever
2: tells you what they are.
5: In real life is fucking hard. No rule book. I don't get it's it. That's true.
2: Yeah.
1: Some I people claim to have rule books. They're <laughs> lying
2: to you. They're lying. I got a pretty cool
4: email about one just the other day. Thought really? Lying it. No, not really. <clears throat>
5: Um, I've read several <laughs> of the rule books and they are not internally consistent. <laughs> <laughs> not they need not editors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they do.
2: Like, I, I think in, in the moment that I'm doing games I'm playing to have fun but it's one of those fun, you know, different levels of function, different kinds of functions, you know, mm. like, like, you know, I, I play to have fun but I'm having the most fun if I'm just like really into it. Um, and it's more like it's, for me, you know, pretending to be a different person putting myself in other people's shoes is intrinsically, a, like, a good for me, practice for me, because I need that um, and it's just, but, it's nice because I don't have to feel like I'm doing that in the moment it's just a nice side effect of it is that, like, i I think it's really helped me empathize with people, really
5: like so I guess to put it another way, like dealing with the stuff when it comes up naturally make s- feels easier for me. Like, there was certainly some uncomfortable moments, in, not anywhere near this, between Big Fucker and Eliza. Um... But those were great because the story led to it. I wasn't pushing for... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for it. They were um, natural. And that made it much easier for me to accept it. Uh not to cast any Do you think more. any of this is forced? No. Okay. No, but you're aiming towards it. Sorry. Does that does that make sense? I think you're asking for it.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: Sometimes you get what you ask
5: for. Um, I guess. I guess. And
2: yeah. like you, you're going into it with the intention of let's explore what this is. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. And that's not Although a bad it's, thing. It's funny
1: when, when the, the the rewards of intermittent fuckery line up. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't
5: know.
1: No, it, uh, it's, and again, if if, if if you don't think that content in the game is 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 something that's like something you want to see or that's making you uncomfortable to the point where you're not having fun.
5: I would assume that you would say something. I, I absolutely would. Yeah. And, and I'm all I'm trying really hard to say, why I probably wouldn't, and I'm unlikely anytime soon to do the same thing, <laughs> but at the same time support you doing it. Thank you. I really appreciate. it does, does that make no, sense? No,
1: absolutely it? makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, and I think that, I think said, I think there've been the a number things. of those moments in, in various games that we've played, where we're all like, but we're like, you know what? You know, it's it's funny because like there's the two there's the two philosophies for like content in games. There's the nobody gets hurt, <laughs> and that's lines and veils, X card, blah blah blah. And then there's I will not abandon you, which is the other philosophy. And I think that while we talk about lines and veils here, and we have lines and veils things for the vast majority of the time, we play on that other side of the fence that we're gonna do some tough stuff. There's gonna be some super uncomfortable, super unpleasant stuff that happens. And we're all going to grow emotionally from that and be stronger and support each other. And we're not going to trivialize, if you feel uncomfortable about it, we're not going to trivialize that. We're going to carry you through it to the other side where we can all look back and say, wow, that was a thing that that happened right there. You know what I mean?
2: With so. the exception of things that'll make us like pass out in our chairs. Yeah, yeah if, if, if
1: somebody's gonna have, have, if somebody's gonna have, yeah, if, somebody, this, if somebody's gonna like some vagal reaction, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's completely different. If somebody's gonna have literally have a have a, a, a breakdown, or they're gonna they're gonna pass out, or get sick, or something. There's no there's no good reason for it to be in the game.
4: Is there something that we should be watching out for that's going to induce that? Not that we're gonna tell uh, you. Oh, Mm what a surprise! surprise. We will not leave you here, though. We will drive you right to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) We will
2: not abandon you. You (laughs) We will take you you right to the the hero. The veiled in terms of like. I'm okay with there being a needle and blood in the story. I'm not okay with graphic descriptions of the zoom up of the cl- Pulp Fiction shot. You know, yeah, okay. That, that, okay, not, so it's actually, it's the one thing that's
5: already veiled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And, and, everything
2: and is, else, is, I am.
5: There's there's two we, boats veiling that
1: we lined yeah, up. We, right. we did line a thing once that we don't need to talk about, but like it's it yeah. wasn't even. I cut it out. It didn't even happen in the in the recording, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's, <laughs> like like people probably don't even remember it all that well, but. You know, when it's when it's that when it's that big of a deal, yeah, of course we're not gonna not gonna just I'm not gonna just keep stabbing you yeah. in the face, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, there's nothing really.
1: Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't achieve anything. But I'm glad that we're willing to s- sort of explore some difficult things and not just be like, hey, let's just
4: have a fun time all the time.
1: Because honestly, when you have the lows, the highs do seem even higher. You know, and you can do the lowest. Yeah.
4: Sometimes, Sometimes just a 7-3-9 yeah. feels pretty good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what she said. <laughs> right, a couple of times, a seven of
1: nine. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of times, <laughs> when actually let you shoot somebody on a seven and nine. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, go agro rolls.
1: Man, you didn't need it. You didn't need a real big number either.
3: <laughs> Mm-mm. Core absence. Well, I, I hear. Uh, She's profound, didn't need a real big number either. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps even a lower number. <laughs> oh. okay.
1: This podcast is fully copyrighted by its hosts. Visit us at podcastmagicmissile.com. I podcast Magic Missile, attacking the darkness since 2012.